Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Living in the Moment. Today's guest is Shireen, and Shireen is a moment maker with our Paul Davis team. She hasn't been with us for too long, just over a month now, but she has already become an asset to the team, a joy to work with, and she is so excited and motivated to just keep learning. Shireen has what I can say the most unique recruitment story when it comes to being hired at TLS. And through this conversation, I don't think I've ever laughed more in one of our episodes. I hope you all enjoy Shireen as much as I did. Let's celebrate Shireen's journey. Hey, good morning. Hello. Good afternoon. (laughs) Good afternoon. Sorry, it took so long. No, that's okay. Our customers come first. I get it. I've been there. <laughs> How's your day going? Going pretty good so far. Just, you know, had some coffee, just started the shift and yeah, here we are. Very nice. I, uh, I can relate to the coffee piece. I had to get myself a latte a good couple hours into work because I am really experiencing this daylight savings issue. Like it's not going well for me. Yeah. I thought I was the only one. Like I've been hearing it a lot lately. Uh, it just messed with my sleep schedule and I'm up till like so late. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> See, I wish I had that kind of an, of, of an ex- not, it's not an excuse, but I wish I had that like evidence because I'm not sleeping any differently. Like I'm getting the exact same amount of sleep, but I'm so tired and I don't know what oh. is causing it because I shouldn't be this tired. <laughs> Nothing changed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Like, I feel tired, but it's cause I'm sleeping late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it must be it for me. Yeah. That's I keep blaming daylight savings because it's easy, but maybe there's something else going on. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Who well, knows? Honestly. Yeah, I know. We'll see. Hopefully it gets better. I'll give it till Monday. And if not, then, well, I don't really have anything else to do. Just keep powering through. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, we've, I mean, I've met you briefly in the, in like group setting of, of campfire, but I'm excited to really get to know you. I've heard excellent things. So I just want to really get started with just your story up until now, everything that has led you to TLS. Uh, Just tell me all about you. Okay. Sounds good. So, I mean, in terms of what led me to TLS, (laughs) I mean, um, I would say, you know, I would say that it was just like, I was looking for, I mean, with this whole like pandemic, it's been crazy to find work or jobs, you know what I mean? And this is actually my first um, like online, you know, work from home, let's say like work from home kind of job. Most of my jobs Mm -hmm. have been retail, like fast food, you know, stuff like that. So this is definitely like different for me. But um, I would say that having an open mind definitely <laughs> led me to here because at first I wasn't sure what it like what the company was about and I wasn't really sure like 
what it was like honestly Mm -hmm. but then when I got into it I was like wow like this seems like it can really work for me and like so far it's been amazing and I think that like it's been a real journey so far it's been only a few weeks but I can definitely see myself like having this work out in the long run and it was so unexpected too because I didn't think like that it would be possible to I mean, I know people did work at home jobs and remote positions and stuff like that, but I didn't think that it would work this well with my schedule. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. It's it's definitely, I'd say it's a nice luxury that's come out of, if you can call it a luxury, but it's a nice benefit that's come out of the pandemic. Um, very far and few in between to, to find those, but it's been it's been a nice opportunity to have that ease of working from home. Yeah, exactly. I've had I've had the same reflection as well that I just had this epiphany today, actually, of in the 10-ish years that I've been in the workforce, I've never worked like full time in an office. Oh. <laughs> Which is <laughs> and it's very strange to go back into the office. Like I've I've had jobs where I've had an office available to work in and I've, I've worked from the office like for days, but I've never had that structure of going into an office every day, nine to five. So it's definitely, it's weird to now navigate doing that. Yeah. It's like this pandemic has made everything go like flip-flopping, you know, it's not even like, you know, what's coming next just tomorrow. Okay. You're online. Okay. You're in person. Like even with school, it's, it's all over the place, but I mean, Oh, I know. What can we do? uh, We can have a new variant next week or next month, but knock on wood, hopefully that doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. So a little bit about your history then where, or what's your experience like in retail and fast food? Um, honestly, the biggest thing I can say is that it's constant, movement like you are not able to I mean I enjoyed and I do enjoy like retail because it's like that one-on-one experience you know like where you're talking to the customer trying to help them out you know what I mean but at the same time it's so like like um you're just running around in circles is the best way I can describe it <laughs> oh, yes. like speed walking yes, yes. running in circles <laughs> But then with fast food, you're staying in one spot standing there, but like it's for like eight hours, you're like standing there (laughs) in one spot or like you're still like going around. But I would say like in terms of my previous experiences with these kind of jobs, it's it's definitely like a challenge in some ways, but it's also good in different ways. If I, if, if that makes sense, like you're able to get those experiences with customers and see them, you know, like face to face, but at the same time, it brings up its own challenges in that way, just because of, you know, different circumstances that come up when you are face to face with somebody, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. For sure. Yeah. And I have to say, too, in my experience or in in what I've seen with TLS, I can say with confidence you have the most unique recruiting story. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just I feel like where where was it that like it was like, oh, she's the TikTok girl. I'm like, is that going to be my new shtick or something like, oh, welcome in TikTok girl. Like, 
<laughs> yes, one hundred. That is that is one hundred percent what you are dubbed, um, and it's it's a term of endearment. I can assure you. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah. At least on my side, from what I've um, inter- or from how I've interacted about it, it's Miriam's TikTok girl. Or when Miriam talks to me, it's my TikTok girl. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so sweet. But I mean, honestly, like that story, I mean, I can go into it because it's definitely yes, like I did please. not think that this would happen. Like I I had no idea. I just so after this whole um like how even me and Miriam met, how this whole thing like came about, it's just be- it happened because um I got laid off due to COVID, let's say like six, seven months ago. And Mm -hmm. I was pretty much just like, you know, you have savings saved up, you know, but savings can only go so far. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I decided, yeah, I decided that like, I only had, and TikTok is a platform where you have to have a certain amount of followers or a certain amount of um, like your videos have to be getting some traction for them to actually let you live stream on that app. And I've live streamed on different apps before. And honestly, with this whole pandemic, live streaming was just something that I felt like it's a form of social interaction. So I'm like, I haven't hung out with somebody in person in so long because of like the lockdown, the new variant flipping back, like flip flopping back and forth. So I just decided, I'm like, you know what? Let me just like, just like go on TikTok is one of the biggest streaming platforms, you know, like I may as well just go and see how it is. So I posted videos. Everything went, you know, good. I, I finally got my live streaming opened up and I was live streaming every day. I live streamed like for two weeks straight. And then my exams from last semester came up. So I took a break and then I got back into it like last month, month and a half ago. And then I was going live every day and you have all sorts of people that come in the live streams, you know, that, that, that you, your page gets recommended to random people. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just your followers that your page gets recommended to. It's all sorts of people. So people you don't know are coming in. Right. And so, yeah, like I, <laughs> I guess one thing Miriam mentioned that she liked about me is that I like, could like, I had no problem kicking the people out that you know you can control who's in your room you know what I mean the ones that were like hating or saying being rude to other people that I was talking to in my stream I just like immediately muted them or immediately kicked them out so I was like I had no problem with that but yeah so one day like just I don't know where I think I was I had a lot of um um I'm like Persian like Iranian um and Mm -hmm. Um, I have people like the thing is in um, Iran, uh, TikTok is actually banned over there from what I know. So I don't have a lot of like Iranian people coming in, but people from Af- Afghanistan um, are also they speak the same language as us. So I have a lot of like people from Afghanistan coming into the lives, you know, like their background is that or they're in Afghanistan, like it's not banned there, they can they're able to download TikTok, you know what I mean? So I had like multiple people from Afghanistan in my life. So I was just talking to them. I was speaking Farsi, like the language is Farsi. I was speaking to them. And then, yeah, so Miriam came in, got into the conversation. I was just talking to everybody, you know what I mean? And Farsi. And then all of a sudden I was mentioning, like they were asking me, like, what do you do? Like, oh, I said, I'm a student. I'm in university. Uh, What do you, like, do you work? Like, what's your job? And I was like, I don't have a job. (laughs) Like, this is my job. Like TikTok, I'm streaming. This is what I'm doing, you know, because you're able to get gifts on TikTok. So that's what I was kind of, you know, trying to do. And you battle people like, and whoever gets the most gifts wins. So it's like fun and all that jazz. So 
yeah I was like yeah I'm like I'm struggling like there's no one per- I can't even get a job but like Walmart like that's how bad it is <laughs> like I, there's nothing available and then like yeah so everyone was talking about what they do and then yeah Maria mentioned she's like um we, I can reach out to you and talk about you know like and at first I, on, I I'm not gonna lie I thought it was because <laughs> I didn't Fair know Miriam, you know I didn't it was just a random person who came in my life I didn't know that it was you know what I mean and then I like I'm oh, like yeah. you know how people like to recruit you for these pyramid schemes I was like I'm like uh if this is a pyramid scheme like I'm not interested she's like no 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 like this is a pyramid it's, scheme. it's one of those so, things like you can earn two thousand a month working from home <laughs> Yeah, like you just have to buy this $3,000 product and then all of a sudden, you know, you can sell it. Like, like what? Okay, yeah. anyways. So <laughs> that happened. And then we we started talking on Instagram and I like looked at the website, was legit, everything like that. And I got like really interested. I was like, wow, like this is pretty cool. And I just couldn't believe like, like I was just live. Sometimes I do it while I'm ho- like doing my homework just for fun. Like I'm not, I don't have a huge following, but I just like to interact with people. And I was just like so surprised that like, this happened. I've met so many amazing people through the app and stuff like that. But yeah, that's how it, I got led to TLS. <laughs> it was one crazy like story, but honestly, like I've, it's been nothing but amazing so far. But yeah, I am. I'm so happy. I get to hear this from your perspective. Cause all I can remember is the day after that happened, I was talking to Miriam and she said, so I did something a little crazy yesterday. <laughs> And she goes into the story of how she recruited someone off TikTok. And I'm like, you did what now? (laughs) And you've just become the talk of the town ever since. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I definitely didn't expect it, but I mean, it's just, ma'am, like, it's so, like, she's so sweet as well. Like, just was in my life for a good hour. Like, we were just talking, like, I'm kind of, like, you know, when you go into a live and the person's talking, like, she's just chatting and then I'm talking and she's like, it was so fun and everyone like because I was talking like Farsi too right so I was speaking and my Mm. Farsi is so bad like like Miriam says it's good but I said like I have such a bad accent when I speak Farsi but there were so many people that spoke Farsi in the room that I was like you know what I'm just gonna speak Farsi I don't care if I have an accent like so what and then (laughs) yeah it was fun though and I still do stream (laughs) but it's like definitely more more like um it's gotten quieter on that app right now I, I don't know if it's because of the holiday I, I don't know but <laughs> I still stream right. though it's fun and all kinds of people come in there so yeah and if it helps to um she was also very aware that you didn't believe her at first <laughs> she was like I really yeah. <laughs> I hope it turns around because I know she's super um skeptical if this is real or not and I kept trying to reassure her <laughs> <laughs> yeah because the thing is is like online jobs right now are so it's so hard to verify if these jobs are real like that's the it, it's hard like you could look up the website and the web, like the website could be like fake like you don't know and I was actually looking for jobs like on different online platforms and you'd have people reaching out like this is what are the rules that I saw online if any employer reaches out to you it's a scam that's what like yeah. I was going based off of so I'm like someone's reaching out to me saying there's a job and I'm like I'm like thinking of like what I saw in that video. Like, I don't, it's not facts, but like, it's just like a guideline, right? Because a lot of like, you know, they try and get your information or do some weird stuff, right? That's why I was really skeptical, but Miriam was able to just like all questions I had, she answered them. And if 
anyone who's like worked with me, trained me knows I have questions for days. Like I will ask <laughs> so many questions because <laughs> I like to know what's coming, you know, I'm that type of person. Like I want to know what to do. I hate like not yes. knowing, you know, kind of being like thrown into the football field and you don't know what's coming at you. So that's why I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to annoy these people with the amount of questions I have, but uh, I, there's never did too you, many questions. <laughs> did you train with Seamus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's safe to say he's quite used to it. I can say I was the exact same way Seamus trained me when I started as a moment maker. And um, yeah, it, the amount of questions, because I get it. It's like, for me, at least, it doesn't click unless I know why. So if, exactly. if what I'm doing doesn't make sense, I'm not going to understand how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and especially with not like, it's a lot of different things to know as well. And you want to make sure mm-hmm. that you're prepared because when you're in the moment, like you don't have someone who's next to you, who's like, do this, do that. Like you have to know the processes, the steps and everything like that. So that's why every little thing, like any little thing that didn't make sense, I was asking Seamus like, over and over and over. And he's like, that's a good question. And I'm like, yeah, like I have more, get ready. Like it's come, it's coming. <laughs> I yeah, swear, like I, we'd spent so many minutes just me asking questions. Like I'd have like a list or like something written down. I'm like, okay, you said this. I don't know what, what's that or what's this, you know? <laughs> but yeah. I know I completely relate. And that's, that's the gem of Paul Davis too, is that half of it doesn't make sense, but we know what we got to do. <laughs> yeah. And I would say like a lot of places or companies, I guess, say like, we're like, uh, like, we'll support you. We'll help you out. Like, you know, all this kind of stuff, but I'm telling you, like with my experience with like Paul Davis TLS so far, like it really is true. I could ask the dumbest question. Like you could have told me this like 10 times. Okay. But like, they're like, people in this company don't make you feel like bad or like you're, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like for asking a question more than once or that you need support with something like it's such a like close knit, but yet open and like just amazing. Like the way that people interact with each other, I just, it's such, such a good, it makes me want to go to work. Do you know what I mean? Like, even though it's at home, I still feel like it's still that you still get that interaction with your coworkers and like your team leads and everything like that. Like it's, it's really like good, honestly. I don't know how much I can talk about it, but I really like it so far. (laughs) You can talk about it all you want. Um, No, I mean, I think from at least my perspective of having been a moment maker and then a team lead, it's safe to say the team leads um, that are supporting you now, like they've seen it all. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's this situation of, yes, we've all been there. We have all had that first day of walking into this brand going, what? Like none of this makes sense. Um, and, and every question under the sun has been asked and what you might consider to be a silly question, they've probably asked themselves. So it's this, it's this little community and family of we've all been there. We all completely get it. And I think that's where that support comes from um, because we can all relate to each other. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like, like, like you listen to me, like I'm telling you what to do. Like, it's not like that. It's like, okay, like this is the steps, you know, like, it's kind of like a guide, like it, like 
I've had this in the past where like there's a huge like power dynamic where you feel like someone's like trampling you <clears throat> sorry trampling you or like coming on like you know what I mean like you feel like yeah. overwhelmed because you feel like if you mess one thing up then like it's the end like you're doomed like you you're you're just screwed you know what I mean but but I don't feel that way here like I and, and like I said I have a lot of questions the fact that I'm I'm not scared to ask a question <laughs> says a lot yes. to say I, it's funny. I tell this story to like anyone that will listen, but my first ever check-in that I had scheduled with Mariam, uh, this was back in 2020. I had no context. I didn't know what was coming. I didn't know why I had a check-in. I just received an email saying, Alicia and Mariam check-in. Uh, this is a, this is a meeting with the moment maker, blah, blah, blah. Like it was very basic. So I go into it. And I'm like, oh my God, why am I having a check-in? And I start panicking, thinking, what have I messed up? And I'm spiraling in my head thinking if I messed something up, they would have told me by now. And I thought I was getting fired. And I go into this, I go into this meeting and it's like this super pleasant, just get to know you introductory thing. Cause I was super new. Um, and, uh, and from that moment on, I was like, okay, this is, this is a supportive environment. This isn't a judgmental environment or anything like that, that you're speaking of from, from yeah. past history, but yeah, I, I completely agree. It's, it's one of the most supportive environments I've ever known. Yeah, exactly. You're one of our newest moment makers. You're definitely, I would say the freshest moment maker I've talked to on, on the podcast here. So that's exciting. One of our first, um, <laughs> What is it outside of a job description or the, or the job that you had applied for? What is being a moment maker to you? What does that mean? Um, being a moment maker to me in terms of everything so far is just trying to make like each, trying to help people. In, in my perspective, it's just like trying to help people to the best of your ability, regardless of the situation. Because I know in certain situations, there's only so much we can do, but it's, it's just trying to understand a person, trying to help them out because it is a lot of stressful situations that these like people are calling from or calling about or needing help for. Like we're the people, like we're the first people or second person they speak to, you know what I mean? In terms of like when they need help for these different situations yeah. or I mean, different companies in TLS, it's different, you know what I mean? But in terms of the one I'm like the one, like Paul Davis at least, it's, it definitely feels like that. Like people need your help and that's why they're reaching out or that's why you're like contacting them. And it's just like trying to make the process for the, the person you're talking to as easy and as, you know what I mean? Like stress-free as you can make it <laughs> is what it is. You know, like, I just feel like I'm like my biggest thing with like work or anything. Like I like to feel like I'm doing something for society. Like I'm helping people even if it's the smallest way possible but if you're able to help them through a difficult time like this like hopefully you're able to make their day or just like make this whole process of whatever they're going through just easier and I think that's what the biggest thing of being a moment maker is for me because that makes me feel good at the end of the day knowing I'm able to help someone regardless if that's through phone calls emails whatever the case may be I'm a step in that process of helping this person through what they're going through yes that's the best way to sum it up. And I have, so <laughs> I've just been holding on to this. I'm a big housewives fan. And this, I swear this is going to make sense. Um, 
I've been I, I've been catching up on the Housewives of Salt Lake City, and there's a quote that was just said in one of them that says, "You never know that your one nice word that day could be the difference for somebody." And I and I heard that, and I was like, "That is what we do because that's the core." of everything. We don't know what that person's going through. We don't know who we're going to be receiving on that phone call, but we have the the ability to impact their day. Yeah, exactly. You're already quite successful, at least from what I hear within within uh, TLS and being a moment maker, but what would you say is the key to that success and what keeps you motivated to, to keep learning um, and to, to be successful? Um, in terms of that, I would say that being open-minded, I guess I would say that it's at least the key for me (laughs) for like being successful, if quote unquote being successful, it's just like, you have to be able to take on criticism (laughs) in a way like it's, it's not criticism, but you have to be able to like feedback. understand, like it's, yeah, exactly. Feedback, like what you need to improve on, you know, what is my biggest issue in the past was I would think that criticism is someone trying to bash you or trying to be like, you're no good at this. Like you, like, you know what I mean? Like you suck. You're not good. Like, but my biggest thing from the past that I had to learn was that criticism is not like unless they're saying like look like this is too much like whatever you're doing you know what I mean but (laughs) with me like I've learned that with criticism it's just them trying to help you know what I mean and I think the biggest thing that helps me especially through this is that some people when they call they're not happy (laughs) and I've experienced that they're not happy and like there's nothing that you can do. Like you can try your best to help them out, but sometimes they're just having a bad day. And what, like, what can I do? I can do my best to like get this process moving as fast as possible for you or as accurately, as quickly as possible. But like, you just, you just gotta like be empathetic and understand what people are going through. And um, yeah, I would say that like being able to like take feedback, open-minded, ready to learn new things, And because TLS as a company, from what I've seen, is ever like evolving, like it's constantly like like having different processes, different like improving on the systems. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not going to be the same. Like I'm pretty sure that I I mean, I haven't been it's only been like a month or so, but like just even in the past month, like things are updating, things are changing. You know what I mean? Like you have to be able to adapt as well. That's a big thing, being able to adapt because Mm -hmm. it's especially with these remote jobs, like it's still something new, you know what I mean? And I still think as a company that I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, hasn't been offering remote work for the longest, let's let's even say 20 years, you know, that's still like relatively small amount of time compared to like people working in person, you know what I mean? I think it's really set out really good. And I think if you're open-minded, if you are able to take feedback and use that feedback to better your work ethic and your and the way that you work in the company or in life in general, I think that that's ultimately what's going to lead to your success because like life is not going to stay the, like, it's not going to stay the same. It's going to always change. And we have to be able to adapt to that and use those changes to better our life and our career paths. Absolutely. And um, I I can confidently say you're working with Paul Davis being the one brand that is 
ever changing. <laughs> it already yeah. has about 500 <laughs> processes and, and any given day it can get 500 more. Um, so good luck and definitely keep adapting and just, uh, yeah. I think just be excited for your first hurricane season is really all that I can say. Yeah, I've, I've heard about it. I know once it comes, it's going to be crazy, but I mean, what can we do? We can't, the world doesn't stop for these hurricanes. <laughs> Someone exactly. has to help them out, you know? If anything, those that, that like chaos, it, it helps them thrive. So it's, it's always fun, but yeah, it's a, it's a good point. TLS we've, uh, we've been around for over 20 years, but yeah, remote has been, um, like we, they just, I think hit the two year anniversary because it was March of 2020. So it's, it was very new. Um, it was unexpected, obviously, because it all happened due to the pandemic. But I think they, we've, they, we have navigated it so well. Um, and it's the the bonus to it is that we have been able to expand our talent pool to be not just in London. Like we can hire from out of province or anywhere. Like it, it, it's just opened up so much more opportunity. Yeah, exactly. And as someone who just recently went through the, the process of training, if, if you were to tell me from the first day what I'd be doing today, I wouldn't believe you. I'd be like, how? How am I supposed to know all of this? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, <laughs> like, but the way that training went, like orientation, training, and then like, and, and you can ask Seamus, I was so nervous. Like, I can't tell you how many times this, like he had to tell me, like, you're going to be fine. You, you like relax like you know you know what I mean like I just like I'm so worried of like messing up my first time especially when you're in a new environment and a totally new job like you don't want like you want to again don't compare yourself but you want to know like am I too slow am I like am I not picking things up as fast as other people but like the whole process from when I first started till now like the training was so smooth like you might feel a little bit like, oh my God, how am I supposed to know all of this in one day? But it's like, you're pretty much working with the material and stuff like that, like consistently. And you have someone who's helping you for your first few weeks. You know what I mean? So like, it was so smooth. Like I've, I, I comparing to like my other jobs, my previous jobs, like retail or, or fast food where like the most basic process, you get so overwhelmed. But the fact that I was able to absorb and understand of course I'm still like like I'm not 100% on it right I, I'm still learning it <laughs> fully but the, just the just so far like I can't believe I've been able to know all of this and like it's finally starting to click like I'm telling you the first day I would not have thought that I would be able to do like learn all of this and be able to do it on my own a month in I would not have known but until this process is so good like I don't know whoever's new next or whoever's like listening like <laughs> it's you you think you think it's bad at first if you were to think about it like in the future like no hindsight sorry hindsight you think about like how I would not have thought I'd be able to do this but you're able to do it and the guidance is amazing like I just can't sometimes I'm just thinking about it the other day actually I'm like how how do I know all of this? Like, how, do, how was I able to like learn everything so quick? But that just and comes it, to show the training is effective. Yes. And it becomes second nature too. So like on your point of don't compare yourself, I agree. Absolutely. Don't compare yourself or think about, um, 
like, I guess don't put the pressure on yourself because you are still learning and, and you're absolutely going to just get faster and faster because it's going to become more natural. And that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm almost a year removed from these interactions. Um, but I could still do a claim dispatch in my sleep. Like it just becomes a part of everything that you do. Um, so yeah, like keep asking those questions, keep learning, and it's only going to get better. That's the best part. Exactly. Yeah. Who, who would you say, uh, in, in your life, basically your entire story that the three people that have been most influential to you, um, and what lessons would you say they've taught you? Okay. In terms of three people. I would say the first person for me would be my dad. I'm just bringing up personal (laughs) people, but my dad really like in terms of like life lessons and what he's taught me, I am somebody who who, like small inconveniences sometimes make me feel like, like small, like things that go wrong in life. You feel just down. You feel like, why is this happening to me? You know what I mean? And you kind of just feel down in the dumps for a little while. Like my dad is the most positive person you could meet. And like what he's taught me is don't take everything so seriously because life isn't like an end point. You're not trying to race to the finish line of life. You know what I mean? Life is a journey. Life is like a process. Like there's ups and downs. There's no way for your life to go by from the moment you're born to just like the end of your life that you're not going to have inconveniences or things that go wrong, or you're not going to have super amazing moments. Like the biggest thing my dad taught me was just to enjoy the process of life. And to this day, sometimes I struggle with it because when you're in that moment of something goes wrong, you feel like everything is like, like just everything's going wrong. Sometimes it happens. Like one thing goes wrong, then the next day something else goes wrong. And you're like, oh my God, like what is happening? (laughs) But yeah, like what he taught me was just take it a day at a time, you know, just be happy. Sometimes I still think like, how can I be happy in every situation? But yeah, he's so optimistic and I strive to be like that. <laughs> but, you know, but that's one of the biggest things my dad has taught me. In terms of other people, I would say my aunt is one of the other influential people. She was like, I'm in university right now, but between university and like high school and university, I took two years off of like school. Not because I wanted, like I took one year off because I wanted to, but then I applied too late for the second year. So I had to take another year technically, but um, yeah, like I didn't know what I wanted to do. And as a person who's like finishing high school or even starting high school, one of the biggest questions you constantly get bombarded with is what are you going to do in your future? What do you want to be? And I'm just sitting there like, I don't even know what I want to eat. Like, why are you asking me like what I want to do for the rest of my life? Like, I really don't know. You know what I mean? So my aunt really helped me because she would always tell me like, you just do what you want to do in life. You know what I mean? Like just, just enjoy again. Cause she's my dad's sister. <laughs> I guess you kind of say, enjoy the process of life. But she was always like, in, like in, throughout my life, she's always been one of my biggest supporters. And she would always tell me like, no matter what you want to do, as long as it makes you happy, that's the biggest thing. And I knew that whenever I could talk, like whenever I talked to her, like she would never like judge me or like all like, that's truly like with her, like a relative that you can just 
talk about anything. Like you can talk to her about anything and she'll always be able to help you out. And I think that that's like, she's been really influential in that aspect because I know that I have somebody to talk to or someone who like a woman in my life who I'm able to like reach out to no matter what. That's not like, you know, your direct parents, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> sometimes talking yeah. to your parents versus talking to like a relative is different. <laughs> it's, it's not like, you know what I mean? No matter what you say, like your parents, your best friend, it's still, you know what I mean? There's certain things that you're kind of like, I don't know if I want to talk about that. <laughs> this isn't you know for I mean? you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and the last person I would say was, would be like my best friend since, um, since kindergarten <laughs> she's all the way across the country right now I don't know she's she's been like since I was like five like we've been really close friends and I have a lot of people that I've been really close to but one thing about her is like we were in like elementary school middle school high school together and and she was always there for me like whenever I needed someone to talk to whenever I like you know a teenager you're going up you know it's like oh my god like everyone is is so you know like the teenage <laughs> like you would like a rebel kind of thing like oh my god like like I don't want to talk to my parents I just want to go out and have fun like I want to go and do this and that and she was always like or when things go wrong as well and like you feel so alone and my like really close yeah. friend who's across the country right now she really helped me with that and 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 she's the type of friend that I I haven't I've gone months without talking to her like it's been maybe two three months that we haven't like called but like, she's the type of friend that you could go years without talking to. And when you start talking, it's like, 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 it's just yesterday that you spoke to them because that's how close you are. And you know that you guys have each other's best interests at heart and you can talk. God knows like whenever in the future and you'd still be good and they'll still be just as close as they were with you the last time. You know what I mean? And that's really like helped me. And yeah, she's been an awesome friend throughout the years. Oh yeah. That's, that's amazing. And yeah, that's the, that's the healthiest kind of friendship and it sounds bad, but the best way that I can describe it is that it's that relationship that neither of you expects anything. You're just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and some it's the most comforting. Yeah. Sometimes like one of you guys rants more than the other, you know, <laughs> like one day it's like, I've talked about all the problems in my life. And then one day she's talking about all the problems in her life. But like you have someone who's there to listen and who's there to just like help you out and just like you, you relate to them. And yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I'm so glad. What would you say is your biggest success so far being like in your life, it doesn't necessarily just have to be TLS, your biggest success and, and um, in contrast, your biggest learning opportunity. Okay. So my biggest success in life, I would say is being able to live on my own in a totally new city and not knowing anybody going to university. Like I was, living with my dad in a small town here in Alberta. And um, I wanted to go to school in a city that's nearby, but he got a job in BC. So a totally different province. And so it just worked out that like, I, you know, got to live on your own. What can you do? So I, and I was starting university. Keep in mind, I had taken those two years off and I decided, you know, I want to go to university. I want to, you know, pursue some kind of education and, So I had to live on my own and 
that was one of the biggest like it was in terms of challenges and life lessons it's kind of like two in one <laughs> if you think about it because I pretty much like it was so hard for me to be on my own and not have anybody you know what I mean and no one that's physically in your city that you know that can like you know what I mean like have to take the bus yeah. everywhere have to and keep it com- coming from a small town to not a small town like a small city that has like couple buses and no trains to a city where there's LRTs there's like so many things and you don't know how to navigate because I was scared of moving to a big city I really thought that like I wouldn't be able to do it and it was so hard for me and I had to learn a lot of things by living on my own like how to manage your time how to you know what I mean like you can't be eating junk food you can't be eating Taco Bell every day like (laughs) you can't do it you know what I mean so it's a very important life lesson I'm serious because you think like 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 oh my god yeah twenty dollars for a couple tacos and like fries and a drink yeah let me just spend twenty bucks but every day spending twenty bucks in a month like I actually did that like I spent like I ate fast food every day and like oh that was my not good. <laughs> I should not have done that but I, I it was it was crazy because like you're on your own you don't have your parents to cook for you you know what I mean no one's yeah. gonna cook for you if you don't do it you get what I'm saying so you get lazy then you're in university and you're stressed out about your school and your exams and tests so you just want a quick meal and you don't want to eat ramen every single day so you start to get like you get one day Taco Bell one day KFC one day New York Fries I don't know you get like all the different things and and I had to learn that like I can't do that and I still struggle with it to this day sometimes times but it's definitely not as bad as it was two years ago so that's one of the biggest things I had to learn just how to manage my time how to be able to be okay being on your own and not having you know someone that's always there and I think that that at the same time like to this point I'm so proud of myself for how far I've come and how I'm able to manage all my finances be able to work while in school while trying to just like juggle everything else that life's throwing at me. And sometimes, again, I look back two, three years ago when I was living with my dad and I just think like, I didn't think I'd be able to do this. Like, honestly, I didn't think I'd be able to do this and live on my own and be okay with not having my dad, like with, like not living with my dad. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah. think I'd be able to do it. And I'm so proud of how far I've come. But yeah, <laughs> I guess it's two in one, but... <laughs> Yeah. No, that's that's really interesting though, and I can definitely relate. I'm uh, I'm very much similar with my mom, um, and and I mean, when I went to university, I had I didn't learn how to do laundry until I was effectively 18 years old. <laughs> so, and even yeah. then, I would still make excuses to come home and have her do it. <laughs> that's the thing, like with the laundry. If if you don't do it, ain't no one gonna come and pick it up for you. Like. <laughs> That's a lot of things while living on your own. You got to just realize that like, there's no one to blame, I guess. <laughs> it's like, I can't be like, oh yeah, well, my brother didn't do it. My sister didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like I just did it on my own. Like, like uh, no one does it for you. Like it's all your fault. <laughs> and you can't blame anybody else. It's the reality check of where's the maid? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I'm still dealing with that struggle. I still... I have a very big issue with, um, I guess, t- like overall tidiness. My boyfriend's still trying to teach me the proper ways. Cause I just, I'm like a hurricane. Cause for me, I know where everything is, but it doesn't look good. <laughs> oh my God. I'm telling you, that's the same thing with me, but I like to deny it. <laughs> 
And then you tell yourself, like, no, I don't have that problem. And then how come, like, you could, if it's like you remember where you put something, like, I know the keys are under this box, under this shoe, under this sock, like, like somewhere in this room. But someone asks you, like, someone asks you, oh, yeah, can like, where's my pencil? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's under that box in that bag, like, underneath the third, like, and you're just, and then they're like, what is wrong with you? Like, how do you know that? And I'm like, yo, like, that's not good. You get, it's like, it, I don't know how to do like, I, <laughs> that's like too into it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not it's not exactly like I struggle with that too it's it's been such like it was so bad before but it's getting it's better now let's just say it's better now <laughs> it's not yeah. until uh it's not until you say it out loud that you realize how nuts you are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had oh there was God. one I'll never forget this moment like my boyfriend and I had just started dating and I had taken off the plastic wrap or like a tag off of a shirt or something and I had put it down on like a tabletop, but the garbage can was right below that table. Mm-hmm. So it was the exact same amount of effort for me to just throw it out. And he just had this moment of realization where he took, he picked up the tag, he looked at me and went, really? And just put it in the garbage <laughs> can. And that's just, that's been the situation ever since. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No one, no one well, wants to live with me. It's a, it's a blessing, really. <laughs> oh, my God. But I mean, like, what can we do? Like, there's so many things to do. And that's what, like, sometimes I feel like 24 hours in a day isn't enough. But then sometimes it's like 24 hours in a day is too much. I don't know. I always battle with that. I'm like, I wish I had more time to do things. But at the same time, every day sometimes feels like a drag. But then the hours yeah. go by so fast. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's like, it's like you make it like, I, I'm somebody who likes to make a schedule. This is just me. Like, it's just because I like structure and I like to know again, what's coming next. Like, I like stability and structure. Um, I'm not somebody who could like have a job where like, oh yeah, one month I can be pulling in like 20 grand. And then the next month, like five months, I, I won't pull in anything. You know, I, I need something where I'm like, I know what's coming. I know how much is, you know, like all this kind of stuff. So like, it's just like, it's just crazy. So I make schedules for myself and, and you try and allocate like, okay, from this time to this time, I'm going to just clean the house. You know what I mean? And then like from two to four, I'm going to clean the house. And then from five to six, I'm going to cook a meal. Like I like to like schedule myself, but at the same time, it's like, it never, like usually it works for studying, but when you're trying to allocate, like, like do your day, it's just like, sometimes it's just not enough hours. Like you got to sleep, you got to like do so many things. And then it just feels like there's not enough time. But I feel like everyone feels like that sometimes. But it's also a never ending paradox because say you had a 25th hour, what would you do with it? And at what point would that still become not enough time? And then you need a 26th hour and you just keep filling it up and it's never going to be good enough. Yeah, exactly. I think that's also has to do with me procrastinating a lot. You leave everything <laughs> till the last minute and it's like, why don't I have more time? It's because you didn't do it like last week when you were supposed to. <laughs> so let that me, just let might me be tell you like though, internal battle. You just need to reframe it. You're not procrastinating. You just work better under pressure. True. <laughs> <laughs> But then how do you create, how do you create pressure for yourself? You know, like, it's like, okay, how about you give me a fake deadline? (laughs) So so I get it done by the fake deadline. And then you're like, oh yeah, by the way, it's not due for another week. And I'll be like, oh my God, I finished it. I finished the assignment. I I am the exact, I need a deadline. I can't just say like, oh, go work on this because it'll be the first thing to get pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. I need to know when it's done 
And if it is a fake deadline, don't tell me. <laughs> Literally, like that, it's so, that's so true. Yeah, working under pressure, but then it's hard to make that pressure for yourself. <laughs> it has to I be know. real, you know what I mean? And then you risk like so many things, like getting a zero on an assignment or like, well, you know what I mean? That. But if, like, yeah. if we take, if we take cooking dinner, for example, like I, there's no pressure to cooking dinner aside from, oh, I need to eat. And then you're right back to that whole mindset of I can just order food. And, and then it's just that never ending cycle yeah. because there's no pressure. The pressure is your stomach rumbling. Yeah, exactly. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> this has been more of a therapy session than anything else. Well, I mean, I'm sure lots of people are able to relate to this because this is like a daily struggle, honestly. Like <laughs> you're yeah. like temp- like resisting the urge, especially with like this pandemic, like you resisting the urge to just like, like honestly, like human interaction, it's been at an all-time low, like in my life, at least, like you don't see your friends every day, even with university, they keep flip-flopping between in-person or online. Like they're like, yeah, tomorrow it's in-person. Oh, I got sick uh, online. And it's like, oh my God, like, like yeah. it, it's just so it's so hard not like to not to feel isolated in this thing but I feel like people need to know that like you're not alone and this is happening to literally everybody whether they want to admit it or not like everyone's struggling through this whole thing and and it's good to know that you're not the only one <laughs> going through all this <laughs> for sure yeah so then I'm curious you love structure and you like to know what's coming next and one could argue this job is the exact opposite of that because yes, there's the structure of, you know, the processes, you know, like you're going to be handling interactions throughout your shift, but you never know what the next interaction is. So how do you do that? Well, I mean, I've been trying to make a process for myself. That's actually a really good question. (laughs) Honestly, I can't tell you how many tabs I have. I'm just being honest (laughs) I can't tell you oh, how many no. times I have open of different scenarios. I have like this, like there's different scripts, right? There's different things you have to know when people call in. Cause there's told, there's like so many different like circ- like situations, like you mentioned, I have like the different tabs open being like, okay, this is what I got to do in this case. And this is what I got to do in this case. And that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm getting better at it, but like, like I said, like with Seamus, like I was so scared and I'm still like nervous. Like if you tell me like, when you're waiting for that interaction to come in, like if someone was to see my screen, they'd be like, why isn't she doing anything? Like, why is it like, why is she like sitting there frozen? Like you're not able to go into like chat or like go into just browse, you know, like the different things. It's cause I'm so nervous for the next call that I'm sitting there waiting. Just like my finger is ready like <laughs> to pick up the call or pick up the whatever it is because I'm so scared. <laughs> I feel like it's better. It's better than the first time. It's better than the first time. Oh my God. Like, like the first day I was alone, I was, you know, okay. People who are not working at TLS will not know what this is, but those who do will know there's different sounds for when you get a phone call versus when you get an email. And up until like my last shift and keep in mind, I've been working for like a month. I didn't know there was a difference because I'm so nervous and I get so much anxiety, but like, I don't know, like, is it an email? Is it a phone? I don't know. But like, I just realized after like, I was going through the sounds, I'm like, there's a different sound for a phone call. What? Like I've been taking calls and I didn't realize that it sounds different than the emails. Like I'm telling you, like, it's a work in progress again. Like I'm getting more familiar to the processes, but not knowing what process you need to use, like, you know, for what's coming up. Oh, 
I have to, I, I'm working through it, but I've, <laughs> it's something totally new. Keep in mind, like I, like this is totally new for me and yeah, it's getting better though compared to like lot, like two weeks ago when I started on my own or I think it was last week or a week and a half ago till now, it's definitely improved. Like now that I know there's different sounds, I'm not as freaked <laughs> out. Cause I was like, I'm like, okay, so if the sounds are the same, then I have got to look and see what it is, but no, the sounds are different. So Shireen, you can relax. Like you, you, <laughs> like you'll know by the sound, what kind of interaction it is. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so, I don't know if I'm the only one, but so how many times then have you answered an email with like the scripting on the tip of your tongue? Like I have it open at all times. Like one of the, like the scripts, I have it open regardless because I didn't know, you know what I mean? So I was just like, yeah. I was reading it. Like once the not once the alarm or notification comes on that you're getting an interaction, I was like reading it fast. You know what I mean? And I was like, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'd have to read what it said. But now that I know there's a sound like makes my life so much easier. I should have like, I mean, I think I didn't know, you know, <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't find that out. Like it's just such like, Oh my God. Uh, I don't know who else, maybe people don't want to admit it, but I mean, I just had no clue until I was messing around with the sounds and preferences just to check my speakers. Like, because I, there was like a process that I totally forgot about, like when you log in. And so I was like, okay, I got to like, like, like check my speakers and the sounds. And then the sound that came through, I'm like, that's not the sound. Like that sounds totally different. And then I realized it said it's for calls and I'm like, oh my God, what the... <laughs> Oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, I I haven't I haven't handled um our, like I haven't done interactions through our new phone system, so I can't say that I knew that. I also have not been exposed to it, but I would not be surprised if many people did not know that, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think you're alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean like Ah, uh, I just such a, like a, like a, like a, like I I can't, I can't even describe to you the feeling I had in that moment. Like oh my God, you are so like, how did you not know? You know what I mean? But, and then after it's, it just makes it again, this, I think like that was last week. I think it was my last shift last week or like two shifts ago. I don't remember, but like now again, I've only had one shift since then. And so like now it's, I'm less stressed. Keep in mind again, since I like structure and stuff, it's a challenge, but I got to get out of my comfort zone. Like that's what being open and adapting is I got to adapt to this you know I can't like live my whole life like like if you ask me I like to eat the same thing over and over like not the same thing but like if I go to a restaurant I'm not someone who's going to try the newest sandwich like let me try like like I don't I'm not that type of person I like to get what I like you know what I mean like if I like this sandwich I'm going to get the sandwich you could tell me this new sandwich has gold in it and I'm not going to want to eat it because I know what I like you know what I mean like edible gold like I don't want it you know what I mean but like my friends and people in my life and even this job it's like you got to you got to try new stuff you can't just sit in your room forever and do the same thing over and over or what you know like what you're comfortable with you know what I mean so like yeah even if this job is pushing me out of my comfort zone it's like it's good like let me let me get some like different things in life <laughs> I need to stop that you know what I mean like it's good in some cases but you can't live your whole life just wanting to do the same process over and over and over for sure so, yeah so this is a great segue then if we have a new moment maker, newer than yourself, that has never been in customer service, never worked within this industry, what is, aside from the pro tip of there's two different sounds, what's one piece of advice that you would give them 
um, to prepare for being a moment maker? Well, my advice I would give would be just to, well, then again, people, Seamus told me and I didn't listen, but like, I would tell them just <laughs> like, you're going to be okay. That's like the thing I'm, you're going to be fine. Like, don't be so afraid of making mistakes because as much as everyone told me here, like, Shireen, like, it's fine. You're gonna, it's okay. Like, don't worry. Like, you're, we're not going to like scream at you. You know what I mean? It's like, you're so used to like, it's not like all jobs are like that, but like you have this thing where it's like, if you don't perform to the standard that they want, and of course it's the same here, but like, you're not in the same way. Like if you don't perform to the standard that most companies want, they'll just like get upset or, you know what I mean? Like passive aggressive kind of thing. So you just feel like I'm not doing a good job and you feel like, like really bad. But the biggest thing I could say to a new moment maker is just like, just be like, oh, like you're going to be okay. Don't be afraid of making mistakes. Like that's what the team leads and everyone is here to do. Like everyone here is just here to support you, like, and help you through this again. Like you mentioned, like all the team leads, everyone has gone through this before. So don't feel mm -hmm. as though like, like they're on a higher level than me. Like I should be getting this. This is the third day. Like, why don't I remember what they taught me on the first day? It's totally new. And even if you have some experience in customer service or like remote work, it's still totally new processes. And just like, take it easy. Just all, all like what helped me really was just to like focus on what you're learning today. If you, if you, like, I asked Seamus so many times about stuff he had taught me a couple of days ago, just like, oh, like, hey, Seamus, just to confirm, this is what we do in this case, right? And he's like, yes, literally, he told me, he's like, I'm just pretty much confirming what you're saying. All I'm saying is, is, is exactly correct. Yes, you got it. Like, that's all he was saying. But like, I would just, I would just repeat it. I'm like, okay, so like, we do this here, right? And he's like, yes. And then you do this here, right? Like, just focus on what you're learning today. And if, and if you don't remember something that like was taught to you before, or even a month or a couple months into working, like they have different processes that can help you. And don't be afraid to like ask because like, that's what they're here for. And, and yeah, that's all I can say really. <laughs> I love it. No, that's perfect. And that's, I think that is the best advice too, is you are going to be okay. Nothing's you can't break anything. There might be oh, some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some struggles, but you're going to keep learning. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, you are 100% going to be okay. And the person on the other side of the phone will also be okay. <laughs> you get yeah, through it together. Exactly. True. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, one, this has been hilarious and amazing. It's, it's made my Friday <laughs> for sure. But I do want to ask you before I let you go back to, um, back to telling the difference between emails and phone calls. I want to just ask what is one thing that you try to do in your uh, personal and or professional life to live in the moment? Um, what I do in that sense, I would say that I just like to focus on today as much again as that, that like contradicts me saying I want like, like I want to know what's coming next. My biggest thing is just, I have to focus on just today. I should, I, I can't be thinking about like to live in the moment. It's just to appreciate what's going on in your life right now. Don't think about like two months down. I mean, it's good to know, you know, if you have a place like a roof over your head like I, I'm not saying don't be like yeah I, I'm not, I don't care about rent like just like 
enjoy what's going on today and just focus on like what like what's happening today like sometimes you work and you're in school and and you feel like you have no time but you know like go for like a 10 minute walk like I, I kind of have to force myself to do that sometimes like just enjoy every day because as much as every day might feel like a drag sometimes like time is flying by and you're not going to get these moments back so yeah my biggest thing would be just to like take it one day at a time if 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 something feels like really stressful or you feel like you can't handle it or you're like going through a really stressful time what I like to do is just like focus on the day do something that you like if something really stressful is going on just think of one thing that you like like to do and try and do that and if you feel like like something in the future is coming and you're worried about the outcome or or something like that you you just like one thing I was told and that really stuck with me was like think of one thing that will be consistent like like something that you really care about or something that you like like right now and think will that change in the next eight weeks or like, will my life be any different now than it is in eight weeks or a couple of months from now? You know what I mean? Oh, because of this one thing, yeah. you have a test, you have something like that that's stressing you out. Like, just focus on right now. Like, what are you doing right now? What do you have to do in the next 20 minutes that you're just going to make your day move on? You know, don't sit in your room on your phone for two, three hours, because I've done that. And I still do that sometimes <clears throat> because you just like you don't want to think about what's going on. You just want to just take your mind off of things. And you know what I mean? But to like yeah. live in the moment for me is just to focus on Literally the next thing that's coming. Moment. Yeah. Enjoy your day and just. Yeah, just keep it going one step at a time because like as much as you want to think about and as much as people out there might think that you want to know what's coming next, you you really can't. And that's the thing. <laughs> you you can't know what's coming next week or next month. So just focus on today because you have today and yeah, just take it a day at a time. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Well, I'm going to let you get back to uh, assisting our, our Paul Davis customers in need, but thank you so much for letting me get to know you a little bit. Thank you for, I don't think I've ever laughed this hard <laughs> in an episode, to be honest. So um, thank you for making my day and for making my moment. And I hope that we get to chat soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was really good experience and yeah, I hope everyone's That's day good. goes really well and yeah. Thank you so much again. <laughs> of course. Um, enjoy the rest of your shift and I will chat with Thanks. you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I told you what a joy she is. I love how these conversations just take any turn at any given moment. Thank you so much for listening and for joining us today. I hope we kept you company and kept you entertained as usual. I'm already looking forward to next week's conversation. We will see you then. Sometimes you need someone there for support. Sometimes you need a little genuine care. Like a helping hand or someone to understand. And you wonder if you'll find someone who's always prepared. We'll never fear the moment.